Welcome to the Scott Shepherd Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Hello, friend, and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepherd. Today's episode is number 180. It is being recorded from Little Italy, San Diego, California, on a Sunday at 6.03 p.m. The title of today's episode is Highlighting Books is Worthless, but So is This Method. And the method I'm going to cover is something that you may have done, you've probably done in the past, and maybe you're still doing today. So it's important that you hear about it so that you can stop wasting your time. Now, yesterday, what I covered is that of debunking the myth of, well, debunking the myth of copying down quotes from books in passages. So there's this myth that is floating around in the the personal knowledge management and productivity world and uh, Zeidel-Kosten world, wherein it says that you should not write down quotes from the books that you read, because what you should do instead is you should rewrite the quote in your own words. And yesterday, as I outlined, there are a plethora of research studies that are independent and, well, they clearly show that this notion is a complete crock of shit. And so if you've written down a massive amount of quotes like me, then this should serve as great news. Like, you probably thought like, oh my God, yes, I haven't wasted like half of my life. Yay, in other words. Yet, you may still have, and here's why. Because this only applies to those who wrote down quotes by hand. You see, the study conducted actually uncovered the benefits of writing down quotes and understanding things almost accidentally. You see, the the purpose of the study was focused primarily on the relationship between notes written by hand and notes written digitally, meaning laptops, and what the impact was and what the difference was. And the results are undeniably poor for digital notes. They found... Well, they found that not only was digital note-taking something that yields lower scores on tests, it quite literally impairs learning because it results in such shallow processing of information. It's just like junk food for your brain. And it effectively prevents one from 
reframing concepts in their own words. And that is from a research study and something that I will share at some point in written form, written format, if I turn this into an article or a book. And the two psychologists who conducted the study on writing by hand versus typing found that in terms of learning and in terms of understanding the content of, well, what you are either reading or what you are listening to is that those who took notes by hand came out much, much better. And guess where I first learned about this study? Guess where that quotes that quote that I just cited of, in terms of understanding the content of the lecture, those who took notes by hand came out much, much better. And no, it's not from the study itself. It is actually from the book that I will not tell you the title of that I talked about yesterday. And it is from the author himself. And he wrote that on page 78. And it's odd because that author has elected to choose the digital route and be so nonchalant about writing by hand versus writing digital notes and learning via digital methods. And this is not something that the author is alone in doing. It illustrates a perplexing trend that one finds in the book on note-taking that I will not mention because I don't want you to waste your time. And it plagues and it is a perplexing trend not only in his book, but on almost everyone teaching and writing about the term Zettelkasten and writing about how to take notes effectively. Every online article you'll find uh, seems to espouse and support digital or just err on the side of preferring digital. And as I've mentioned before, if you Google Zettelkasten, like every single result on page one and page two is filled with inaccuracies and they've essentially just summarized the work of the author and the book that I will not mention because I don't want you to get confused and waste your time learning something that, well, will actually <laughs> hurt you. <laughs> and, I, and I swear to God, that is quite literally what is at stake if you follow the advice outlined, not just in his book. His book is probably people are able to I don't know, not step into some landmines and following his advice because they're cognizant and smart enough to know from experience what is right and what is wrong. But the problem is the secondary level of writers and people teaching that essentially took his work and then added their own twist and spin to it. And the perplexing trend of 
this author of this anonymous book that I will not tell you about on note-taking in terms of the title and the perplexing trend of the others when presented with information that conflicts with their current beliefs and their actions exemplifies one thing, and that is confirmation bias. In this instance, we find many teachers of Zettelkasten taking a nonchalant stance on whether one ought to use note cards, meaning in the analog form, or a computer, and X, Y, or Z of whatever happens to be the latest, greatest, newest, coolest tech hipster software out there. So for instance, in the very beginning of the best-selling book on Zytokosten note-taking, the author presents the note The author presents essentially the note box, let's say, as the fourth tool you'll need to get started. Like, he talks about, like, I don't know, a bibliography software that you will need to get started and all of this other minutiae, which Lumen himself, the creator of this method, called externalities and not part of the core functionality, quote, core functionality or not core, but functionality is in the most important functionality quote is what Lumen said. And it's not any of that stuff that this author says before the note box. And when he gets into the, whether you should use analog or digital, he states, quote, that's fine. If you prefer the old fashioned method as computers can only speed up a relatively minor part of the work anyway, end quote. He then reassures the novice, clueless reader who may be leaning towards the analog method that he or she ought to not worry about it, though. Not worry about going with the analog method versus digital method, as if you won't lose anything. And why is that? Well, it's because... He says the handwritten version won't slow down the main part and the most important part. And what's that, the author says? Well, he declares that the most important part, why, like, simply let's use his own words, is simply this. It is the thinking, the reading, and the understanding. It's interesting and shocking that the very author who knows the research and the benefits of writing by hand compared to that of writing down notes digitally so lackadaisically passes off the importance of the decision of whether you should choose to take notes and manage your life and to-do lists and everything in digital form versus analog form. It is a case, my dear friend, of what 
many of us do, probably I do as well. And that is the tendency to tell people to do what you say, but not do what you actually do. And quite frankly, this author and many others are unfortunately with their confirmation bias and filter bubbles of trying to insist and stay with and use the digital form of productivity and getting things done are holding not only themselves back, but everyone else back. And so the moral of today's episode is that I'm laying the groundwork, as you can tell, and I want you to get ready to embrace and learn how to take over the world, dominate, and get shit done, and do it all with a computer unplugged, and do it all by hand. Because the best way is the hard way, it is the deliberate way, it is the challenging way. It is the way in which you will be developing your mind and not be developing the general artificial intelligence learning machine and brain of some software conglomerate like GAFA, Google, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, or developing the analytics and learnings and all the other crap that software developers learn about you and web apps learn about you in order so that they can improve their product, make it more addicting, sell you more stuff, and, well, make more money. And so for those of you that care actually about creating genius-level work built to last and care about developing your brain, if you stick with me, the next six months or so are going to be a wild ride of learning and world domination if you do what I say and listen to me. And that's all I've got for you today. And I shall part ways with you now, but never shall I part without first advising you to always remember to stay crispy, my friend. Scott Shepper, signing off Sunday at 6.17 p.m. from Little Italy, San Diego, California. Peace and love. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye now. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do, all right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. 
I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.